Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. Having failed to repeal the expansion of Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act, the Trump administration wants to open the door for states to dismantle this essential safety net program by allowing them new ways to deny care. Specifically, Center for Medicaid Services Administrator Seema Verma said last week, states will be encouraged to promote work requirements for Medicaid recipients. And Verma went further, challenging opponents to this requirement for their soft bigotry. Is she trying to preempt arguments that this requirement smacks of the racist welfare queen meme of the Reagan administration? Here with us to talk about this is Director of Public Policy for National Nurses United and Sanders Institute fellow Michael Leidy. Michael, it's great to have you back on Nurse Talk. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on here? Well, it's another attempt uh, by the Trump administration to impose barriers to care in the name of improving health care. And that, that kind of Orwellian logic is, is simply not going to work. What they want here in this case is to open the door to states being able to chip away at the benefits that Medicaid provides. And it's another example of if you can't do it directly through legislation, let's find ways administratively to undermine these programs that are so essential to Americans. So, Michael, let's talk about the details of what they're proposing, starting with community engagement. Right. Under this proposal, states would be able to set work requirements or what Ms. Verma, who's the administrator of CMS, calls community engagement. If someone does not fulfill those requirements, states could limit or eliminate their Medicaid eligibility. And it opens the door to other waivers as well, signals that the Trump administration would approve things uh, that the Obama administration saw as detrimental to Medicaid. And so what are some of those requirements? Well, uh, for example, capping the years that you can be on Medicaid, limiting the access uh, to individuals. So rather than being at 138% of poverty as it is now, if you were to be on Medicaid, you could only make 100% of the federal poverty level. It may also base eligibility on drug screening, which, of course, is particularly ironic because drug treatment through Medicaid is really the most expansive program in the U.S., inadequate as it is. And then finally, they may even open up the doors to income premiums that people wouldn't be able to afford. And really, the the whole program represents the imposition of financial barriers to care. A work requirement is just another type of that barrier. And so in the name of improving this social safety net program, we're going to increase barriers to care, which is fundamentally what people are experiencing now as denying them access. So the waivers are basically designed to reduce access and reduce spending by the states. So say more about that. Well, it is directly an attempt to deny care because when, from a state legislator's point of view, uh, if you're on the conservative side, Medicaid is just a money suck. It just is a huge part of state budgets. They don't really recognize the legitimacy of the spending, which again is ironic because though most of the folks in Medicaid are low income, most of the spending is on seniors and disabled. And literally for disabled people, it's a matter of life and death. That's why you saw folks in wheelchairs getting arrested in the halls of the Senate during the debate over the repeal of the ACA. These people are in desperate need of a safety net in health care, and these kind of work requirements or other financial barriers to care will shred it. 
And so Seema Verna says this, you know, we owe our fellow citizens more than just handing them Medicaid. We owe a card with care. This sounds disingenuous. This is the whole like uh, all Americans deserve access to health care, right. but not, not health care. Right? They, they just want you to be able to look at it and, and maybe access it, but not really get it. Right. No, the access is not care. Universal coverage is not guaranteed health care. And so, yeah, there's all this rhetoric, which is masking uh, the truth. If they wanted to give people real hope, it would come from expanding Medicaid in those states where millions have no health care coverage. In a state like Texas, if you make $6,001, you don't qualify for Medicaid. That's the real problem. Or they could eliminate the private HMOs within Medicaid that take money from patients and providers, send those profits to the home office, they give bonuses to top executives, and dividends to shareholders. Real hope would come from addressing the structural barriers to employment that create poverty. Those are the things that we could do. What this does instead is apply this kind of conservative dogma that people are just lying around uh, not working to get their Medicaid, when in fact 59% of able-bodied people on Medicaid are already working, 78% of people on Medicaid are in a household with someone who works. So it's a so-called solution in search of a problem that really reflects an imposition of this kind of dogma over the reality of what, what people are actually experiencing when it comes to health care. And what kills me is the Republicans say that they promised the American people that they'd repeal and replace Obamacare and they'd reform taxes. And yet <laughs> I haven't heard of anybody asking for either of those things. Yeah. Exactly. This is the worst political cynicism, Casey. It's just unbelievable because there's no policy rationale for what they're doing. There's no popular support, as you say, for what they're doing. And so they have to describe it as something it's not. And then they have to pretend that they're fulfilling campaign promises, which really amount to, you're right, a payoff for those donors. Because the only people really benefiting from the tax cut, uh, so-called, are shareholders and corporations. And every no one expects those results to go into a program like expanding Medicare. Instead, we have this rhetoric that talks about care equals uh, barriers to care. What can people do to fight this assault? What can they do, Michael? Well, it really does uh, make a difference if we demand that the administration fulfill its promise and actually improve the health care of people. And we do that through pushing back on this tax bill that Casey mentioned. There's a National Day of Action on November 29th. We can also write our members of Congress and demand that they hold hearings on Ms. Verma's proposal, that the administration is not allowed to grant these waivers beyond the statutory authority that the ACA provides. And also there may be legal challenges, but really the most important thing is building a movement that demands a real solution, and that's improved Medicare for all. Because we're going to continue to have these health care fights on every issue that comes up. And what we've learned is that Medicaid has found new popularity. And that we can build on because it's a public program, publicly financed program that, as inadequate as it is in some respects, is an important safety net that we must maintain. I so agree. They can only do what they're doing if they tell people they're not doing it, yeah. yes. that they're doing something else. Yes. And and otherwise, they can't justify it. And they're very good at that. They've been doing it for decades. Boy, they sure have. Oh, so you're yeah. right, Shane. Yeah. Successfully. So, right. so anything else you'd like to add before we go? Well, I, I would just add that... We have an opportunity to really win this 
debate where we talk about guaranteed health care and what that means to people and what that means to the most vulnerable in our society. And if the conservatives want to use Medicaid as a social engineering experiment, the, these are just you know lazy people hanging out, and instead of the structural factors that drive inequality and poverty in this country, then that is a debate we can win on our terms to promote equity, to promote justice, Imagine the values of caring, compassion, and community that nurses represent that obviously uh, inform so much of your work on Nurse Talk. Imagine having that values debate. We can win it. We're going to win it. And nurses are going to be in the lead in that fight. Thank you, Casey. And thank you, Shane. It was a great pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you. We've been talking with Michael Leidy about the Medicaid work requirements proposed by the Trump administration. Michael is the director of public policy for National Nurses United and is also a fellow for the Sanders Institute. To learn more about this topic, visit sandersinstitute.com or nursetalksite.com.